Hello and welcome to Talk Around Town. I'm your host, Stefan Chatwin. Joining me today is Dan Barbeau. Dan has worked for the city as a community services officer for nearly 20 years before accepting a position with code enforcement currently. He works as the unit supervisor. Now, Dan is also the cousin of Adrian Barbeau. Those of you who uh, know who she is, I'm a big fan, had a big crush on her when I was in middle school. So I'm especially excited to have Dan here. Dan, thanks for joining us today. Sure. Now, Dan, how did you get into this career path? What led you to code enforcement? I uh, was looking to slim down my commute and applied for community service officer with the city of Fairfield and uh, by some miracle got that job. Um, I was very fortunate. Um, I was a community service officer for 16 years and loved it. Got to do CSI, worked for the gang unit, um, trained other community service officers. Um, basically, one day I uh, was asked to help code enforcement with their backlog. Um, so I was doing that in between patrol calls and uh, went back the next day, went back the next day and... Uh, Position opened up and went and ahead and applied are. to that. Yeah, here I am. So tell us a little bit about code enforcement, the code enforcement unit. What is it that they do? What's a what's a typical day like for you? We basically respond to complaints from the citizens on what we call quality of life issues. Um, can be anything from landscaping to trash and debris, um, uh, broken down cars, that sort of stuff. As long as they're on private property. It's going to be our our deal. Our uh, officers will respond to a complaint, and we take kind of a whole block approach where we may be responding to one house, one complaint, but we'll look at the whole area and write up everything there. We generate a lot of our own activity. In fact, about 70% uh, of our activity is self-generated. Okay. So when there is a complaint about some type of a code violation, what's the process that gets you from that complaint to the problem to eventual resolution. What's that process? How, how, how does that work? So a lot of people expect their complaint to be addressed that day um, because they are calling the police department and, and they're, they're spoiled by the immediacy of yeah. that kind of work. But we're our process is, is civil in nature. Um, we're going to send a notice to the uh, homeowner, um, giving them 15 days to correct the issue. Hopefully um, that sparks uh, a conversation you know we hope that people will reach out and call us um, especially if they're not able to make that 15 days we're very easy going in that regard um, you have to try very hard to get a citation from code enforcement um, so if you need more time um, you, you're more than likely going to get it um, as long as there's a road to to completion so it's not about punishment it's really about uh, resolution helping things improve and getting getting these situations and issues to uh, to the right level is that correct correct and uh, the municipal code actually states that okay um, it actually talks about that this code is not written to punish people this purpose of this code is not to impose financial burden and we really take that to heart what are some of the most common uh, code violations that you see in the city of Fairfield? And, and I assume we're a lot like other cities in our area, but what do you see the most of? Well, I, some can be uh, seasonal in nature. And, you know, when, when it's fire season, you know, the landscaping, overgrown landscaping complaints can go up. Um, right now, our top three are going to be uh, inoperable vehicles, vehicles parked on unimproved surfaces, 
um, trash and debris, and uh, landscaping. And so if a citizen sees some of these uh, issues, how do they go about reporting and what can they do to help improve uh, those types of situations that they see? Yeah, we have, uh, there's quite a few ways to actually report. There's the the uh, city website has uh, an app for that. Um, they could Facebook me. Um, okay. You're active on Facebook. <laughs> yes, huh? we right. Code Enforcement has a Facebook page. Um, our uh, general number uh, for Code Enforcement, they can call and... Um, if we're in the office, we always answer the phone. It doesn't go straight to a voicemail if we can help it. Um, and uh, we have a general email inbox. Uh, it's uh, fpdcodeenforcement at uh, fairfield.ca.gov. Okay. So. Great. So the, the citizen participation, though, that's a, that's a big part of, of good code enforcement is, is knowing that the citizens out there are really your, they're your eyes, I guess. Uh, correct. That is and, true. Yeah. And most everything that you do is responding to those types of uh, complaints or the things that come into into your office from the citizens. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if it's a, a big issue, nine times out of 10, we already have it. Yeah. Um, but we but we do appreciate those calls. OK. We're going to take a quick break and afterwards we'll have more with Dan about code enforcement. Hello, Fairfield seniors. Join us at the Adult Recreation Center for the popular and COVID-safe curbside coffee and crafts. Stay in your car as you drive up and meet and socialize with our staff. We'll hand you a take-home bag filled with a craft, coffee, snack, and brain-stimulating activities. This event is limited to the first 20 seniors, so hurry and register by calling 428-7421. We hope to see you at the ARC. Welcome back. Let's continue our discussion about the city's code enforcement with Supervisor Dan Barbeau. Dan, are there any misconceptions about the code enforcement unit? Yeah, I, I think, um, well, one we hear a lot is people think that um, that we're out to generate revenue. Um, and 98% of our cases have no fines or fees attached to them. We're, we're not expected to make money for the city. We're expected to keep things clean, tidy it up, you know. This is not a big revenue generator and you don't get bonus points for the number of tickets that you write out or violations that you find, I guess. No, right? not at all. So uh, dealing with COVID, how has this pandemic changed the way that you do business here in the city? Uh, for us, it hasn't been a big change. We've been working the entire time. Um, since a lot of our uh, violations are in the public view, um, we can do drive-by um, inspections. Um, all of our officers are, are solo units driving by themselves. So it really hasn't had a great effect on us. And it certainly hasn't uh, stemmed the tide of complaints. So as we were talking about earlier, citizen participation is key to you all being able to do this job well. Uh, what types of outreach programs or education programs do you have that helps the public understand what um, what what the city's codes are, how to report violations when they see them. What, what type of outreach do we do? Well, we have our Facebook, we have our Twitter. Um, we, I kind of think of it like it's an individual sort of education. Every time we get somebody that wants information, you know, we will print out the entire code for them. We try to educate every 
person we come in contact with. We also have a handy brochure that we mail out with each um, notice. So code enforcement, obviously, this is um, uh, it's an important uh, part of the city's uh, function. It's a quality of life issue. We're helping to clean up areas in the city that not only might be unsightly, but areas that are unsafe, uh, as, as you have talked about. If someone is interested in becoming a code enforcement officer, uh, this is their childhood dream to be a code <laughs> enforcement officer, or they decide that, yeah, this is something they'd like to do. What, what's the path that they take in order to become a code enforcement officer? Or what would you recommend to them to get there? We are um, looking at expanding. Um, so, so this it, is a good time for those yeah, interested. Yeah, it's in certainly possible. And um, Obviously, experience um, is important, but for me, um, experience in customer service is the most important thing. Um, one of my uh, star employees came to us with no experience in code enforcement, but just a stellar customer service um, person. And that is, that's what it's all about, communicating, customer service. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because sometimes we look at things as this is the code, you're in violation, it's black and white, you do this. But in reality, you're dealing with people first. Yes. And it's, and it's all about the interaction with, with those citizens and those people that you deal with, whether they're people that are reporting violations or those that are violating who are trying to figure out how do they come into compliance. Right. The violator is, is just as much a customer. Right. Well, you're a frontline person dealing with our citizens every day, and we're grateful for the work that you do. And I've got to come back and ask you about uh, your, your cousin, Adrian Barbeau. I mean, I was a big fan, The Fog, a great movie when I was a kid growing up, and I instantly had a crush on her. So when you, uh, when you see Adrian, uh, uh, say hi for me. Absolutely. I'm sure she'll know me from all the fan <laughs> letters I've sent her. Right. I'm just kidding. Thanks again, uh, and, and keep it up. All right. If you'd like to know more about the city's code enforcement unit, visit our website at fairfield.ca.gov/code. Thanks for watching Talk Around Town. We'll see you next time.